I first met my co-host when she had a syndicated talk show right across Canada talking about all things sex. Sex with Sue. Sue McGarvey. And I am the milkman John Milky from BTRradio.com. You ready? Let's get turned on. So, Sue McGarvey, how does it feel to be one of the top podcasts in Australia in the sex category? Oh, uh, we are hot down under, sweetheart. Yeah. (laughs) I've always thought so. (laughs) Yeah. Sexy AF. And that's us. Yay. Thank you, Australia. We love you. We'll come. We're talking about going to uh, to Melbourne this fall at some point. So, yeah, I will uh, love you. I love you, Melbourne. We'll be there. Awesome. So now speaking Mm -hmm. of the podcast, can I just address a question we got uh, as it pertains to how do I rate the podcast? As it turns out, so and thank you for the question. I've done a little research. Um, that's a nice-to-have thing, it turns out. It's not vitally important. But on Apple or on Spotify, uh, if you go to the top right-hand corner, there's like three dots. If you click that, it gives you the option to, to review and rate the podcast. Google Podcasts, for some reason, doesn't offer that option at all. Okay. Good to know. I didn't know how to do it. So I think that's great. So I just learned something. Perfect. We'll rate our podcast. Yay us. I gave us a five. <laughs> I mean, expect out of, me to out go of five, on afterwards. Yeah, yes, five I expect is, is, us is to the do best. that. All yeah. right. So where do you want to begin today? Uh, you, oh, I know. I know. You spent some time at a brothel recently. Let's go there. I'm interested Last to know night, what that was like. It was, so apparently brothel is like a very much a 90s term. And I got I got blasted for calling it a brothel. <laughs> they call it the house of pleasure. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. So it was it was fascinating because, you know, you you know, and you think, OK, brothel. And, and so you walk in, take your shoes off. There's a big bar. There's probably 40 women, all young, all under the, you know, they're all young and they're all in lingerie and they're sitting around all super friendly, wanting to talk to you. And you get to pick one if you want to give them money. And they do all of them do full service. Anything you want going into a private room and having your experience and paying for it. So, and they only take cash. So I don't know how that's not a brothel by anybody's definition. I think the rose by any other. I was going to ask the question and what are the legalities here? I think it's a gray area and, you know, we're in Canada, so it's, it's not the same depending on where you are, but, and they're licensed, right? They have a bar. It was crazy. You know what? The girls See, that were blows, that blows me away because I've been to a swingers club in Las Vegas, where they they are not licensed for alcohol. Uh huh. Oh, different different areas, different rules. It's so you know? bizarre. And by the way, like you you'd like a drink or two to take the edge off when you're at a swingers club, especially for your first time, especially in an environment like Las Vegas. So it was deeply weird that all I could have was like a juice box with you know like grape. <laughs> that is deeply weird. Yeah. <laughs> But you're saying here we have licensed establishments. This is mind-blowing. We do. It it was beautiful. It was huge. There was like tons of women, and they're all trained to be super friendly. They're just coming up and saying, hi, my name is Angel, and hi, my name is Bella Bethany. And and they're just like really friendly. And they would, you know, just and everybody had a great time because these young, beautiful women are hanging on your every word. So I think that that happens, and they were really marketing to couples. You know, training oh. partners, and this is where you go for Valentine's Day gift. This is your birthday present. I know, right? Suburban area, 
done. And I just thought this is really fun that, you know, that it's now changing. State has no business in the bedroom of the nation. And wouldn't we rather that it be in an environment like that where it's licensed, where it is, uh, you know, safety is assured, uh, you know, where I'm sure they're going and getting regular checkups, etc. Absolutely. It's off the streets. Everybody was worried it was all going to be guys. I had a third single guys, a third single women and a third couples come. It was fascinating. Anyway, anyway, it was really interesting. I'm blown away what by happened. this. Cool. Anyway, it was, it was also right beside the local sex shop. So we went in. Handy. And <laughs> I, I know, ha- handy about that. Apparently the girls come in and go, I need an outfit for today. They buy a lot of lingerie sure, shoes. Sure. Anyway, um, so what was going on was behind the counter, they had their enhancers. You know, different kinds. You know, in the old days, you used to be able to get poppers there, which are now highly illegal. Um, but they, yeah, which which are which is a, a basically oh, we're talking a pill, pills, pills for okay. it. And so he said he said it was ten to fifteen percent of his business were these enhancers. These are not Viagra. These are stamina pills or things to, basically stamina pills. They have some that say they increase size, which is absolute bullshit. Don't believe it. As your sex therapist, I'm saying don't believe it when they say that. But they say they really work and people are coming back in droves. And I want you to run the little clip I took from the woman okay. who was saying that saying, yeah, if you take them over a year, you could detach your retina. And if you have you know, blood sugar issues, blood pressure issues, antidepressant issues, you should not be on them. And it was it was absolutely fascinating to see the numbers. And and I think that's I think it's worth a listen to. So these are our pills. So they're similar to a pre-workout pill. They're going to raise your raise your stamina, kind of boost your drive. One thing, though, is they're not for a workout. They are for sex. But you got to be a little cautious with them if you have low blood sugar high blood sugar, seizures, anxiety, or your doctor's kind of playing around for your medication, please don't take them. Prolonged use, prolonged as in months to years, can detach your retina. So, please use with caution. That being said, the one pill we really love to recommend is the Rough here. This one's going to be the lightest on your body. It lasts about the weekend. It's really fun for just a little toss tizzle. And then once you take it, about 30, 20 to 30 hours later, it's gonna be out of your system. But important safety tip, if you're on high blood pressure medication or, you know, Viagra, Cialis, not a good thing, right? Right. Boy, the excitement level last week on the podcast and then on your social media when you mentioned the Pervy Book Club. So where are we at with that, Sue? Oh, my God. I've already got 100 people signed up. We're going to do little breakout rooms. I've, I've actually sent everybody the first book, which is called House of Holes, which is a little bit weird, <laughs> I will admit. <laughs> it's a little bit weird. I just Googled the best written erotica, and I came up with some, and I got the rights to send them out. And anyway. Oh, okay. So... I know. So it includes like, come join us right now. It's free. We start our first one this Sunday. I'm so excited. So if you're listening to us and want to be a member of the Pervy Book Club, Sue at sexwithsue.com. Send me your email address. I'll mail you a book. Amazing. And the Zoom and the Zoom link. Anyway, so I was all super pumped about, you know, book clubs and how we're going to do it and mm-hmm. writing and reading erotica. And I'm all turned on. And, you know, my brother's doing this research about, you know, the AI and this chat GPT. So I downloaded it and I thought, let's ask the artificial intelligence to read me some smut and write me some smut in their own thing. And it's hilarious. Wait, it's the artificial hilarious. intelligence writes the smut as well? And it writes the smut. So it, oh, it honestly, it wrote me, I said, write me some, write me some hot erotica. Here's what we got. Okay. She traced her body closer to his 
as he devoured her with his hungry eyes. His mouth curved into a wicked grin as he traced his fingers along her curves, feather light. His hand moved up her inner thigh and she gasped, <gasps> arching her back in anticipation. He removed her skirt and underwear with one swift motion, and he bit his lip as her scent overwhelmed him. His gaze traveled the length of her body, his hands knowing exactly where to go. He brushed his fingers over her hardened nipples, causing her to moan uncontrollably. He pushed himself against her, crushing his lips onto hers. His tongue explored the depths of her mouth, and he dove deeper until she thought she would never come up for air again. His fingers found their way inside of her, and her insides quivered from the sensation. She moaned louder, and the bodies moved in sync with one another. I think it's super hot, but it, but in a kind of funny bodice ripping kind of way. This is what the computer wrote. That, Just, so the computer you know, random. The, the computer wrote that. We read that. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah like in in five seconds it wrote wow. it. So that's how that's how you know if you're wondering how Chat GPT can enhance your life. There you go. Have it write smut for your partner, and then you can send you know you can send Mrs. Milky a you know an erotic poem every morning written by Chat GPT. There's there's ten seconds of your life, and and she can look forward. Oh, to the, the voicemails will be interesting, won't they? Uh huh. And you can do that in that you know big breathy voice of yours. Yeah. Um, Looking at people in traffic wondering what they're listening to will never be the same, will it? All right, Sue, to the clinical side of things now. Why people need to see a urologist. I think urologists are magic. Now, a lot of them are surgeons and they want to cut, but that's only half of what they do. The rest of it's about quality of life. And I think that if you're struggling with some issues, as I said, between your knees and your waist, you know, I talk about it as a sex therapist and I do you know, sort of have an outline of what's going on in your body, what's going on in your head. But if it's in your body, you need to go to a specialist. The specialists are called urologists around your genitals. So if you're stuck, if you have erectile dysfunction, I'm, you know, it happens. Mm -hmm. You know, I always say if I was a guy over 30, I'd have Viagra Cialis Levitra in my medicine cabinet. But it often is a sign, if especially if you have early ED, a sign of heart problems. So you really want to go. The number two is, is women and painful sex, which happens so much and they can fix this, whether it's vaginal dryness, whether it's a hormonal issue. You know, the urologist I was talking to says they don't, they don't go to a cocktail party without talking about vaginal hormones. And one of the things that's easy to fix, and I got this as a TikTok question this week, is Sue, I'm on, I can't take hormones and I don't want to start on hormones. What do I do? And we've been talked about it before, DHEA. Order it from Amazon.com or you can get it if you're in the US or other countries, you can get it at your local drugstore. In Canada, it's prescription, but Amazon.com will deliver it to Canada, not .ca. Without a prescription. Without a prescription. And it's like super cheap and it is your precursor what a difference. And all the urologists were mentioning it. It's one of those things that I take and bring back when I'm anytime I'm in Florida. All right. What's it called again? D-H-E-A. Not to be confused with the omega-3 DHA. It's D-H-E-A. And it is a type of hormone. And you should be on 25 to 50 milligrams a day. All right. So that one, the last one is incontinence. So you don't want to be in those adult diapers. We all need to work on our Kegels. Everybody pretend they're peeing and squeeze. But those issues around pelvic floor 
And sometimes, you know, I probably refer to pelvic physiotherapists about three times a week. They are maybe the best hundred dollars you ever spend is if you're struggling with, you know, you know, having a little bit of wee when you jiggle, you may want to work on get a pelvic floor, get a whether you're male or female, get one of those pelvic physiotherapists. There's lots of them around and they will fix that. And as I said, maybe the best hundred dollars you ever spend. A hundred bucks. That's it. Well, yeah, sometimes they're 200, Ish. but they're covered Ish. by benefits. You know, if you have benefits, then they're free. I have I'm friends saying, with you- benefits. Does that count for something? <laughs> Not entirely. But you need to do this if you're worried about whether it's incontinence, whether it's pain, whether it's just everything's jiggly too much down there and it doesn't feel right. You know, you're a bit too loose, all of that stuff. Pelvic floor physiotherapist, they're your friend. So I've been contemplating doing um, stories from the dating world on my morning show. I don't even know where to begin with this, but you've got a list of the top five things that people are actually looking for uh, when they are meeting someone who could be a potential date. I do. So top five things from the dating world, because it's 30% of the population or even more between 18 and 80 are single. So how do you do it, right? So the the top five things in 2023, according to this new survey, Love Honey, they did this, you know, sort of um, elite dating talked about it saying, number one is not afraid to look silly. You'd be fine with this, right? Mm-hmm. You know that, yeah, you you know, and, and this is this is about saying how you, you know, what I did, I was on my way to an interview and I fell down the stairs and everything like coffee everywhere, you know, completely covered and, you know, you know, the drill uh-huh. or you sexed, you sexted your boss or you wet yourself <laughs> during, you know, you were laughing and you peed your pants or you, you know, do you know what I mean? Like you had a giant screw up at work. That's the apparently the number one thing people are looking for can you be self-deprecating and can you laugh at yourself okay you know? yeah. there's a there's As a scene in thinking- friends where jennifer aniston goes to get a job at one of the fashion uh, designers she works for and yeah she has very awkward moments with the hiring person who ultimately hires her yeah i okay. think it's about being real um number two is are you an active listener are you asking questions are you engaged are they just going you know are there any questions you want to ask me and they're like uh-huh you know, like you need to ask questions, have a list. Yeah. And the only things you don't want to ask about, stay away from, you know, sex, politics and religion. But you want to be able to say, you know, tell me about your pet. What's the best Christmas present you ever had? You know, what's what's your favorite thing? Like, let's engage. And if you can't do that, that you can't do that banter, come up with a list before you go and memorize it. It's not that hard, but active listening. Talks. It's not that hard for you and me, but I think a lot of people overthink that, right? They think the questions need to be very specific and they don't, they forget that it's just, it's the everyday simple things that are the really great conversation starters. Yep. It's, Here, here's, it's, what did you do all weekend? Yeah. Let me help them out. You and I, it's nice to meet you. You and I are meeting in 1986. What are you wearing? What's on your Walkman? There's an icebreaker. <laughs> yeah, a lot of dance like yeah, hey. walk like the Egyptian. And I'm in, I'm in, you know, I don't know if I'm in leg warmers, but I used to have this little black hair tuft in my hair and those leggings, you know, those punk leggings. Anyway, great question. I dress the so same. Uh, you dress uh, the same? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rock t-shirts then, rock <laughs> t-shirts now. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Uh, number three is they laugh. You know, the sense of humor. You know, you get this too, but can you laugh together? If you can't, if you're real, and I know you're nervous, so you're really uptight, 
figure it out. Come up with something, even if it's bad jokes. I said that we talked about the chat GPT. You could ask them to tell you a joke. They're terrible, but they're kind of funny in a, in a you know, in a sort of a weird way. Mm-hmm. Number four, you stay off the phone. I can't believe we have to write this. It's kind of like good hygiene. You can't believe you have to write it, but you do. Apparently, people, you know, will check their phones when they're nervous. It's a habit. Now, yep. I will admit I'm on my phone, probably, you know, too much. In it's my, a security you know, blanket. It really is. It really is. But put it away. Put yeah. it in the bottom of your bag. Put it in your phone. Turn it off. Do not look at or it. Or don't even bring it. Leave it in the car. No, leave it in the car. Great suggestion. The last one is you need to be supportive of things they like, even if they're not your thing. Right. If they've got seven cats. You need to say, well, that's really interesting, as opposed to going, you know, cats are best fricasseed with a, you know. So that's an old improv trick, by the way, for those of us who have ever done any theater. In improv, there's no such thing as no. So somebody gives you a line, you don't say no, because that shoots the whole scene down. The game there is yes and. Right. So accept it and then extrapolate on it. Right. Even if cats aren't your thing, find a way to have a conversation about the damn cats. Exactly. So that is the is is don't put that down. Those are the top five things that we're looking for in dating. And I'm you know I have this new crazy dating group. You know, over forty. It's growing by two hundred people a week. Mm -hmm. And we're going to do the top. Like I have I have I have all these things on dating. So we'll uh, we'll work on that. And so if you're struggling, if you're one of that thirty three percent. Let's talk about how we get you back in the game. All right. People can find this dating group on your website, which is sexwithsue.com. All right. Let's leave them smiling here, Sue. You claim that you can guess someone's fantasy. I can. It's based on their demographics. So it's not to say that if you're a suburban housewife, you're always going to have, you know, sex on the kitchen floor where the cookies are baking. You know, you may have a... I'm into trolls or somebody who's dressed up like a troll and I have this Lord of the Ring fantasy maiden with a sword. I guess that's pretty specific, but it, it can <laughs> A little bit. You. I'm not judging, but that's a little <laughs> specific, Sue. Okay, I'm judging. All right. You can, it just means that if you have a demographic, your fantasy is more likely. Like if you're a man, your fantasy is more likely to be group sex. If, apparently, if you're older, your fantasy is more likely to be group sex. Who knew? Um, you know, women tend to have more emotional sex, but not entirely. They are far more sexually adventurous, even sometimes to, the, you know, for men than some of the women. Like the women are really like turned on by that. You know, the men you think men are sexually adventurous, not as much as the women, according to the demographic. They pulled 4,000 people and they came up with this idea that who you are and your experiences, which makes sense, and your life experiences are influenced and your fantasies are part of that. Are if your fantasies young, influenced by bucket list items, do you think, too? Well, they didn't cover that, but I bet you they are. Okay. Because, you you know, you want to know who you are and how you want to do this. It's, it's about fantasy. So the younger you are, the more taboo the fantasy excites you. You know, the older right. you get, I guess we're saying we've already either done it, been there, done that, got the T-shirt, or it didn't, or we're or I've like, learned that yeah. I don't want that, don't need that, but I do, on the other hand, need this or want that. Exactly. Okay. So. More likely, if you're younger, you're more likely interested in BDSM, although that crosses every age, orientation, culture. BDSM is kind of a thing. Kind but of. But it's interesting. Hi. Yeah. Novel and new, more interested for men. Um, but men and women have a lot more in common. You think they're like wildly di- divergent fantasies? Not so much. And the lower your self-esteem is, the more you're interested in BDSM. 
So I think those ideas are, you know, about, about what that is. And there's a lot about fantasies about being flirted with. And the only other thing that I thought was absolutely fascinating was that it wasn't that men are all interested in these younger women, that universally they all have this kind of mummy, not mummy thing. They're all looking for mummy, not their mummy, but a sort of dominant woman who will tell them what to do and fix things. There was a whole genre across the board about that. Turned on the podcast, now one of the top-ranked sex podcasts in Australia, and it's taking the world by storm as well. Please subscribe. Subscribing, I think, Sue, people hear the term subscribe and they think, oh, it's going to cost me money. It doesn't. What subscribe does, whether you're on the Spotify app, the Google app, the Apple app, whatever app you are using to source podcasts, subscribe means when there's a new episode, please notify me so I can listen to it right away. That's what subscribe is. If you'd like to leave us a review, we talked about that earlier. Apparently, it's not as important as a lot of us podcast people would like to think that it is. Uh, but we certainly like to know that you're there and that you're appreciating it. So uh, top right-hand corner of most podcast platforms give you an option uh, to then rate the podcast five stars as a maximum, etc. And if you've got questions for Sue, how do they reach you, Sue? Sue at sexwithsue.com. Send them on. It's turned on, the podcast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.